Greetings, podlings. This is your old friend, Sawtooth Frank. And on this episode of the podcast, episode 18, we talk about list number 7, I think, from the 52 Lists for Happiness Project. And that was... What is the greatest compliment or encouragement you've ever received? We also talk about some other stuff like brunch, the movie, upgrade, and some other fun stuff that popped into our minds. So, hope you enjoy it. We had fun, so you should have fun. Let's all have fun. Without further ado, I give you the Soft Serve Podcast. The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Okay. Episode 18. I didn't hear the thing. It's a milestone. Good evening, my fellow American. You don't need to hear the thing. I hear the thing. And the thing that my co-host, Stomping Jen, is referring to is the countdown meter on the podcast recording software. She likes to hear it, but it's muted, so she's not going to hear it. So welcome to the Soft Serve podcast. Hello. That was Stomping Jen telling you hello, and I... I'm your illustrious host, Sawtooth Frank. So we're here today in continuation of a project we're working on, which is the 52 Lists for Happiness. We've made it to list seven today. Yay. That is list the greatest compliments and encouragement you have ever been given. This, like, list could have gone on forever, I will say. But, like, how do you remember all of these things? Why could it have gone on forever? I'm just saying, like, when I sat... Like, I know I've gotten many of these compliments and encouragements over the course of my life. But it was hard to write down and recall verbatim or... Like, how do you... I don't know. See, I had the opposite problem. I've refi- I have received so few compliments and encouragement in my life that it was easy to remember the handful that I have here on my list. I don't believe that that's true. It's entirely true. So anyways, um, what I did was sort of, again, distilled into generalities. And then I have some like examples of like specific uh, times. That's fine. You're going to go first this time. But I I will say I'm not joking. 
I had a really hard time trying to remember any compliments I have been given or encouragement. It's not a joke. There are not things that they are not things that stand out to me. Okay. It was like tumbleweeds in my head oh. trying to figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, yeah your list is still on two pages and mine is half a page. Well, that's because I'm a better list maker, but um, I think you are. And you don't need to cue the sympathy for me either. What? You don't need to cue the sympathy because I have lived a life um, void of compliments I don't and, and encouragement. That that's true. Well, I actually know that that is not true. No, you don't know that at all. I do. Nope. nope. So, I will, without further ado, hand it over to you. You're going to read your list. Okay. And I'm going to respond if I feel it's necessary to jump in and add commentary or ask questions. Great. Is that fair? Sure. You're setting up the expectations. That's what I do. All I right. set expectations. Great. Go ahead. This, uh, is, this okay. is you. All right. So first thing I wrote down was you have a big heart. Somebody told you that? You tell me that all the time. It's true. And it is mostly most evident when you watch movies and you start crying <laughs> or TV. <laughs> all the time. Most of the time during children's movies. Okay. Do you want have anything you want to say about that compliment? It makes me feel uncomfortable when I'm crying. And then everybody looks at me and says, You have a big heart and that's why I love you. And my daughter looks up at me and says, Mommy's crying. But why does that, why does that make you uncomfortable? Um, it just does okay alright well that's for you and whoever you talk to these things about <laughs> I was just curious if you had any insight okay next Um. so people have told me that um, like I do a lot of volunteer work so I've been thanked for making a big difference in my community or whatever community uh, that might mean in whatever organization that I'm working with. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I would expect if you're volunteering, the people who you're volunteering for who are aware of your volunteering activities would be thankful and express gratitude and compliments and right. encouragement. Right. I think I encouraged you to um do some volunteering recently for a board. Yeah. From the kids' school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well that was encouragement. Yeah. I you get a were point. one of my bigger biggest cheerleaders. Oh hey, both of those were encouragements from and compliments from me. Let's just point that out to everybody. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Uh, thank you. Thank you? <laughs> I wrote down as uh, those are some of the greatest compliments and encouragement. 
being thanked. Okay. <laughs> I mean, somebody says thank you to me at least five times a day. I'm just yeah. saying I don't interpret a thank you as a compliment or encouragement. I just feel it's part of the social contract. When you do something for somebody, they say thank you. But this is your list. I'm not here to criticize it or say a well, thank like, or say a thank you doesn't belong on your list. I mean, like we didn't. Sorry, let's just deviate for two seconds from the list. Okay. Uh, the list uh, listing to look at the take action, which is rewrite your favorite compliment on a sheet of paper or print it out in a font you love. Then tape it to a wall or frame it in your home so that you are reminded every day to choose happiness and self-love. I mean, so being thanked. And the next one I have, which is I am grateful for you, would be something that. Who said that? What? Who? I don't know. This is uh, this is what I'm saying. I don't have like a. uh photographic memory for when people tell me things interesting i just so this is why these are generalities because i don't i'm not very good with specifics okay um (laughs) you're gonna love my next one okay you can do it (laughs) who said who said you can do it is that Rob Schneider from the Adam Sandler movies? Yes. Uh, you interpret that as a personal compliment or encouragement? I'm just saying, if any, I'm sure in my, like, okay, I gave birth to my children. Like, I had encouragement to. Please don't tell me when you were giving birth to our children, you envisioned Rob Schneider <laughs> popping up and going, you can do it. <laughs> Did you? No. Okay. Um, okay, so here's something. It's like more of like a specific like thing. So um, there was a guy once that I met. Interesting. Go on. <laughs> so uh, once I was out with a friend and we met this very nice young couple on a date, or like on a first date, which sounds super weird and awkward. Somehow me and my friend ended up talking with them. Um and becoming friendly with them, which is, it sounds super weird as I'm saying it out loud. But um, one of these uh, kids, <clears throat> we were talking about um, how he wanted to make a career change. And I told him he should do X, Y, and Z and focus on what he really wanted to be doing. I said, instead of like looking and spending all the time and energy into looking for another job that you're not going to be happy with. I said, you should expend that time and energy into doing the thing that you really want to be doing. Um, And he went and he did it. And he and I are still friends on Facebook and we are birthday twins. And every year we talk to each other at least once a year. And he tells me how much of an impact I made on his life. That's impressive. Yeah. It's only happened like once, but, um, you know, I said, you know, you you just do the thing you want to be doing. And yeah, that's easy to say to somebody, though, who doesn't have responsibilities. Yeah. I mean, he was a young kid 
and you know he had the luxury of being able to move back in with his parents and doing that thing but yeah we talked about this last time i believe we're on list six we talked about barriers and i think you said i could go back and like do all the things i wanted to do in my Mm -hmm. life but I disagreed with you, and I still disagree with you. I have too many responsibilities now. No, you could still do it. I was... Wrong. All right. Anyways. Um... Is that your list? No, I have some more. Oh, okay. All right. You said it was short. I thought you were done. I know you're itching to get to your list. No, I'm not itching. you like to talk nope. about yourself. I'm not itching to get to my list. Go on. So, um... So this is related to my art. So um, how I came to the realization um, that I was an artist, which still like sort of makes me cringe when I say it out loud. Why? Um, just does. But why? Why does um, it make you cringe when you hear yourself say that you're an artist? Uh, It's a hard thing to own, I feel like. Imposter syndrome again? Yeah, imposter syndrome. Uh, so uh, how I realized that I could do something with um, art and that I was made to feel as though I had talent. So this is the encouragement and compliment. Is um, So I do collage art. And so a friend of mine and I were going to do a vision board because I was seeing a business coach. Um, and one of the exercises uh, was to do a vision board. Okay. And so me and my friend sat down to make a vision board, which if you don't know what a vision board is, it's you basically do a lot of cutting out of phrases and pictures and things from magazines or whatever. So he and I bought a whole bunch of magazines and we had these big boxes and we sat down and... He started methodically cutting things out of these magazines and I took a much different approach and I just started ripping things out and um, putting them together and just gluing and frantically and after about um, an hour of this, he took a look at what I was doing and he was like, that's art. That, okay. Um, you know, he's like, what are you like? How are you doing that? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I came to this realization that my entire life I had been collaging images together. And I never yeah. really put the things together. That's an art form. Yeah. Collage art. Yeah. So, um, but that was one of the greatest encouraging things that ever, that was hugely impactful on my life. It was so. a compliment and an encouragement. Yeah. So I pursued, hmm. I decided to, you know, really take it a little bit more seriously and spend some time and energy into doing it and so i have and you know i have a had a couple of art shows i've sold a couple of pieces i have art shows in the future so it was hugely impactful for me Um, interesting yeah but i don't think i would have even pursued it if this event hadn't happened so your art is uh, your collage art is great. We have pieces of it hanging up all over our home. Mm-hmm. So there's some in the uh, podcast studio as we speak. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, all right. Okay. What else? So the last thing I have is just you know you rock, which is you rock. Yeah. <laughs> Are you uh, a pop singer? Yeah. Uh, you okay. know I'm sort of loose and less formal, and so. Okay. Who said you rock? I don't know. Just people have said that huh. to me. Uh-huh. Okay. I like that. I don't if think I, anyone has ever told me that I rock. <laughs> if I was going to put one of these phrases on the wall, like that might be one of them. Interesting. I've been told I suck, <laughs> not you rock. <laughs> um. So anyways, we've now come to the end of my very short list. But I feel that along the way, I mean, people, I mean, it would be easier if this was like list the people and like things that have complimented or encouraged you along the way okay um oh yeah instead of like the actual compliments and like the words from those things yeah i would have an even shorter list if it was list the people who have complimented or encouraged me yeah i mean and then there's and see now that we're talking about it like there was somebody in grad school who encouraged me to if i wanted to stay here where we live uh, encouraged me to think outside the box about a career and um, I really internalized that so that when I had the opportunity I built a career that was sort of non-traditional which you talked em- about yeah you're self-employed yeah, you did it yeah which we've talked about in the past and that was hugely impactful you're not a sniveling coward like me I don't think that that's a coward just thing to have a job and stability and benefits. I don't think that's cowardly at all. It's a matter of perspective. Anyways. All right. Are we on to old Sawtooth's oh, list? Oh, look. He's just chomping at the bit. I am chomping at the bit. He loves I it. I do love talking Listeners, about myself. he loves talking about himself if you haven't figured this out already. But there's a reason for that. Why is that? I am on a quest for self-improvement mm-hmm. i want to be the very best sawtooth i can be and i feel like the way for me to be the best sawtooth is to talk about sawtooth <laughs> and to mm-hmm. really dissect my thoughts and feelings and grapple with them so that's why I'm eager to talk about myself. Okay. That's why, in many ways, I'm willing to share some of the things I do. I also think I have a wonderful nasally voice. Oh my gosh. That I like to listen back to. All right. Let's and there, hear your and list. there has not been enough sawtooth on this podcast so far. I'll have to say. Oh, okay. I am I am feeling a little itchy about that. So, without, without fr- further ado, without further ado, without we're gonna further jump ado. into Sawtooth. My, I'm gonna encourage Sawtooth to get his ass moving and read the list <laughs> because we're recording this before we watch The Walking Dead on a Sunday night. So we need to get we need to get moving, even though The Walking Dead is horrible. We're still watching it. Yep. All right. So the greatest compliments and encouragement I have ever been given. 
Somebody once told me that I am a great writer. Who was that? It wasn't me. You've told me that, but a number of people have said that to me across my life. And I think the first sign that I had a command of the written language, and this is the second thing on my list, I'm going to call this an encouragement, was when I was called to the principal's office in high school to be yelled at for the intensity of my horror stories that I was writing. Mm -hmm. The people in the administration felt that they were too disturbing. And so they called me in, brought in my mother, sat us down, and trying to be really dramatic, unfolded them upon the desk and said, Look, Mrs. Sawtooth Frank, his <laughs> mother, look at what your son has been writing. And I'll say, in one of the rare moments where she kind of leapt to the occasion and defended me in a noble kind of way, she said, oh, yes, I've read all of those. I think they're fantastic. He's a big fan of Stephen King. And then the the principal and their minions were instantly deflated. And they said, oh, well, we just wanted to make sure he was okay. In today's world, he might have been... Uh... Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking about actually reading one of them mm-hmm. on the podcast. You still have them? I do still have them. Oh, you should totally do that. We'll see. I haven't heard them. All right. On to the next thing on my list of greatest compliments and encouragement. Somebody once told me that I have a great stage presence. Mm -hmm. Somebody told me that. I was actually in college. It was a professor who said that to me. Mm -hmm. Somebody once told me that I remain calm no matter what, which isn't true at all. There are many times I don't remain calm. But this person offered that as a compliment. You, you're you squinting your eyes at that. Thoughts? I'm just listening. I'm absorbing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't believe it? Somebody once told me that I am the kindest boss they ever had. Aw. Yeah. That touched my heart. That's sweet. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of another compliment encouragement for me. For you? Yeah. Do you want to throw it in right now? <clears throat> um, <coughs> I once worked for this organization where um, the boss was kind of a nutso. A psychopathic asshole. I know what you're talking about. Go on. And um, she'd wanted me to take over the running of the business at some point and I decided I was going to leave. Oh, that person. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so when I wanted, when I said I'm leaving, the other people on the staff begged me to stay. They said, can't you, can't we just make the other person go away, the boss go away and you stay? Yeah. And I said, no, I have to go. <laughs> yeah. That person, I guess you, 
you outed their gender. You said she. I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was not so nice in the end. Mm-mm. After you left, she never spoke to you again. That's true. Yeah, I'm going to say it. What a fucking bitch. <laughs> and I hope she's listening to this. Wait, what was the situation you were thinking of? Um, I don't want to say it here, but a different boss. Psycho boss. Different psycho boss. But you did not work for them. Was that the one where I left and um, I was told that I misrepresented my services? And then um, after I said, all right, I'm done with you begged me to come back yeah that's the one (laughs) (laughs) yep that's the one yep that happened to listeners yep um but so are the follies of being self-employed yes this is true you run into psychos here and there Mm -hmm. somebody in addition to being told i was the kindest boss somebody ever had i don't know why i can't say boss i keep saying bossed um, somebody once, more than one person has told me I'm a kind person, mm-hmm. which is kind of ironic because I don't feel like a kind person. I feel like I am like a barely contained meat sack of rage, <laughs> ready to interrupt at any, I mean, not interrupt, well, interrupt and erupt at any given moment. I don't know what that is. You're pretty gentle and kind with the people that you like. <clears throat> Yeah, but I, I, but I'd say I don't feel that way. That doesn't represent my internal life. Listeners, he doesn't walk around in anger all the time. I assure you. You're a you're a masochist. Me? Yes, that's why you stay with me. That's not true. Uh, we'll let we'll let the we'll let the listeners judge. Oh my god! Somebody told me. I keep saying somebody, but these these are things. I guess they could They're be people. a somebody, but I've been told I'm a good public speaker. Right. You said that already. No, I didn't. You have a good stage presence. Yeah, that's different. Somebody can be a good public speaker and not have a stage presence. Okay. There's a difference in my mind. Okay. But I don't feel like a good public speaker either. This is mm-hmm. the problem. See, people have told me all of these things, and I don't feel like I am actually any of them. What does that mean? This is not a joke. I'm struggling here. That's because you're striving towards happiness. The point of it is to write these things down so you can reflect upon them. Okay, another compliment. (laughs) This one is from high school. I was really good at algebra and algebra two and trigonometry. Yeah, you talk about this all the yeah time. I could do it in my head. That's how good I was at it. And I remember at some point in algebra two, we had taken a test and I was the only one who got a hundred. In fact, I got like a hundred and twenty mm-hmm. right on it. And I remember the teacher walking by and she just she stopped at my desk when she was handing out the tests, put it on my desk, and just looked at me with the saddest eyes and said, You've given me hope. 
somebody understands. Somebody gets it. Because apparently most of the rest of the class had failed the exam. I don't understand why you didn't do more with math in your life. Welcome to the story of my life about why I didn't do... This is... this. We talked about this on episode 17. How could you be so good at writing and math? And those like different brain things. I don't know how, but I am. So I've been told. I don't feel that way. I mean, I had a career as a writer for 12 years, so I must be good at writing. But well, you are good at writing. Okay. I mean... That was a compliment. The evidence... That I gave you. Yeah, but the evidence is there, but I don't feel it. Everything I write, I look at and I say, this is total, utter shit. Do you know what I mean? No. Okay. I mean, yeah, I do. All right. Somebody told me that you saved my life. Thank you. This was in the army. This guy that I was roommates with was all upset because he was deployed overseas in South Korea with me. He wasn't upset because he was deployed with me, but maybe he was upset because he was deployed with me. At any rate, he decided to take a bottle of pills and wash it down with some Korean soju, which is like vodka. And I happened upon him near death. And I sprung into action, got the medical personnel to attend to him. They rushed him to the army hospital, pumped his stomach, and... I went over to visit him with this other sergeant. I wasn't a sergeant. I was merely a private. And he said to me, you saved my life. Thank you. And I got an award for it. That's pretty good. A commendation medal. Let's see. I've addressed this a few times here. In my current employment situation, there is a there was a bully leading our organization, and with the assistance of the union that I volunteer for and am part of. The bully is no longer there. And somebody told me that if it wasn't for the union and your help, I wouldn't have a job. Thank you for all you've done. That was a compliment. Mm-hmm. And that was more than one person. Yes. Finally, I think the best compliment I have received is the following. You're a great dad. Aww. From my children. <laughs> That's it. That's my list. That was it. But That's the most meaningful compliment for a number of reasons that I won't go into right now. 
I think all of these other compliments can go suck a lemon. You didn't have any compliments I gave you. What compliment have you ever given me? I guess I haven't given you any. Well, tell me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does matter, I'm asking. Just the fact that I married you is a compliment. That's not a compliment. I think if we look up the definition of compliment, yeah, that that wouldn't meet it. I think a compliment is a a communication that extols the virtues or actions of another person. Yes. I'm just saying. I don't think you. Um, proposing to me and me accepting your marriage proposal and then going through with the ceremony that's fine is a compliment i understand how you feel that about you directed me. at me <laughs> how do i feel about you it doesn't matter yours, it does matter your compliment to me was the first thing on my list i think this you're gonna tell me i never said anything to you that struck you as anything this wasn't list Every single compliment. These are the, the greatest. greatest. Your math teacher somehow manages to score higher than any compliment or encouragement I've ever given you. I think it's entirely possible we end up divorced after this podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. Help me understand. It doesn't matter. I'm on the spot. I can't think of one now. It's okay. You don't have to. I know how you feel about me. How do I feel about you? You love me. It's totally That's fine. That's true. I do love you. <laughs> I love you just the way you are. Oh, I feel like this was a disaster because I didn't put a compliment you gave to me on here. It's okay. I'm trying to think of one. Well, I guess just... Day in and day out. Yeah. The daily expression that you love me is a compliment. See? How was that? Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate you. you f- I am grateful for you and all that you do. Is that a compliment? Every day. Interesting. In every way. I don't think I do much of anything, honestly. I wake up, I go to work, come home, complain, yell at the children, go to bed, repeat. Is that what you're thanking me for? No, stop. All right, that was list seven. How do we feel about it? Hmm. I'm glad it's now on to list eight. Yeah, I didn't like list seven, I'll be honest. Okay, I know you didn't like list seven. What's list eight? I hated it. Oh. Is that too strong? <laughs> list the things you like to do that don't involve technology. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what we're doing right now involves technology. I know, right? What doesn't involve technology? I can think of some things. Wait, let's, what we're not doing the list right now. <clears throat> I can think of some things. Great. Let's All right. put it on our list for next week. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about before we say goodbye? Um, I'll mention that 
since we usually mention the beers we're drinking, we are drinking beer this episode. And we weren't drinking beer last episode. We were drinking tea, I believe, because I was recovering from my colonoscopy. We are drinking... <laughs> Sorry. What's so funny about that? I was just thinking that? about a compliment somebody gave you once that you didn't put on your... Oh, what is it? <laughs> when you had physical therapy and like... Oh, right. Yeah, so... Oh, Stompy Jen reminds me now. I don't know why. Is mm. you were talking about yeah. Well, there's a there there is a link to the compliment I'm about to relay and the colonoscopy. So I was many years ago assigned a physical therapist to help deal with a back injury, I think. And I got into the physical therapist's office and he asked me to lay down flat on the table. He was kind of doing an initial assessment and kind of checking out my musculature all over my body, looking for knots or tears or whatever the heck they do. So he starts kind of at my up at my neck and my shoulders, works his way down my back, it, very much like a massage in a way, um, except somehow more clinical. They're not pay, playing the lovely massage music, music and there are no candles. It's a very clinical environment. No, no essential oils. Okay, so then he um, jumps back down to my feet and my calves and he starts working his way up. I'm feeling his hands working his way up my lower legs and gets to my uh, gluteus muscles, also known as my ass, and he stops. His <laughs> fingers just stop. And, and you were a runner. You yep. have to also preface that you I was ran. running at this point like seven miles a day. Wait, and this then, is the first time you throw out your back. And then he starts probing my my buttocks a little more intently. He says, my goodness, he says, you have the most developed gluteus muscles I've ever encountered. <laughs> At the end of the story. And then he moved on. But that was a compliment. It was a compliment. Yeah, I guess I have well-developed gluteus muscles. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I interrupted your whole... I don't know if they're so well-developed anymore. Do you want to come over and feel them? Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> what was I saying? You were talking about the beer we're drinking. Oh, yes. It is from... Jack's Abbey. Jack's Abbey. In Framingham, Mass. Craft Lagers. Mm -hmm. This is Smoke and Dagger. It's a really good beer. Black Lager. It's, it's one, of, one my, of our favorites. One of my favorite beers. Absolutely. And it says it's cloaked in mystery. <laughs> Smoke and Dagger. Um. Yeah. I think that's it. What was list date again? Things you like to do that don't involve technology. Oh, right. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that the next time we do this. Yeah. I'm just trying to reflect on the last week, see if there's anything else I want to talk about. I hurt my back shoveling snow. That's that was exciting. horrible. It wasn't exciting. It was terrible. 
It's like one of these things. I've been going to the gym now pretty reliably for about seven or eight months. Feeling really strong. Been feeling good. That was really heavy ice and snow. It's one of these things. I was just out there clearing the snow off the deck. Then all of a sudden I felt something rupture or rip up in my shoulders. And then I was fucked for like three or four days. It still hurts. I'm sure it does. It still hurts. I've not been able to lift weights at the gym now. Yeah, sorry. You didn't do it. I did tell you not to go outside. Yeah, you did. I didn't listen. And you did not listen to me. Why did I do it, though? Because you felt the need to go out there. But why? Because you have to always be... Right. Wrong. <laughs> I was shoveling off the deck for the dog. Yeah, which you don't need to do. Because the no. dog doesn't need it. It was icy and I didn't want her to fall down the steps. She would have been perfectly okay had you let her out the front door. I disagree entirely. That's all right. I disagree entirely. So that happened. So that made me feel old. I had to go to work with a cane. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Talk about fucked up. Then people are like, oh, you're so young. Why do you have a cane? I want to look at them and be like, what does so young mean? (laughs) I'm going to be 45 in two weeks. Yeah. What do you think about that? I really have not a lot of thoughts about that because we're both like 20 (laughs) yeah in my head i feel like i'm 20 still yeah go figure and here this body is beginning to fail me what can you do you could talk about that movie (laughs) rupturing my rupturing itself and my spine oh boy growing polyps all right Growing polyps. We're putting our listeners to sleep. Only one. Only friend is only sleeping. Friend. All right. Wait, you just said talk about that movie. What was that movie we watched? Oh, the movie Upgrade. Did we like it? Um, It was okay. Without any spoilers, it reminded me a lot of Venom. Yeah. And it came out before Venom. Well, yeah. I read a, a a review about it after. What was the review? It was just it was by the same guy that did Get Out, which I didn't realize. No, it's not. Yeah. Did not, not Peel the other guy? <laughs> you just like totally got. Yeah, that's read read about the movie. Peel Jordan Peel did upgrade. I don't know who. You're gonna look it up, aren't you? No, because I don't believe I don't believe that yeah, shit yeah, for look a it up. second. Yeah, look it up. I don't want to. Not. No. I mean, you have to look it up right this second, but look it up after we're done, and uh, just about how it mixes like genre, sort of how it's like funny and it's sci-fi and it's sort of horror and it's sort of action and it's sort of like. I liked it. It was really enjoyable. It was fun, except for the fact that you fell asleep. I didn't fall asleep ever during it. You totally fell asleep. Oh. 
Well, for so the parts I saw, not I liked, have been that enjoyable. The parts I saw, I liked. I was tired yesterday. Yeah, you were. It was a blah day yesterday. It was. Nothing happened yesterday. There was a lot of eating that happened yesterday. Yeah, I wasn't feeling so great emotionally either. So yeah, had a rough day. Yeah. All right. So, why do you want to end this podcast? I, I wanted to talk about the stuff, and then we talked about the stuff. Huh. Anything else? I don't want to bore our listeners. Alright. Well, this this one is going to be the shortest podcast it's yet. It's shorter than last time? This one's 43 minutes. I think we made it like 49 minutes. No. That's not last true. time, it is 100% true. But if there's nothing to talk about, there's nothing to talk about. I think we should... We'll just end it. Okay. That's bye. fine. Bye now. I'm having trouble. Why? Because you want to talk about yourself for another hour. I know. Would you say I'm a narcissist? <clears throat> I love Would you, you level that charge against me? Listen. Yes. Would you? There is nobody in this world that would rather spend an hour or a half an hour or 15 minutes or two seconds with doing a podcast. That's because you have... Isn't that the greatest compliment you've ever received? That's because you have narcissist admiration disorder. What? That's not a thing. N-A-D. All right, enough. NADS. You have NADS. I also bought some candy in my adventures today, and I want to eat my candy. Did you buy me any candy? I did. What did you get me? (laughs) Malted milk balls. You do know me. Peanut butter melted milk balls. No, that's bullshit. I won't eat those. No, I also got you regular milk chocolate ones. So you do know me. Of course I know you. Why don't you tell people what my favorite kind of candy is? It's malted milk balls. 100%. -hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. Did you get those after you went to brunch? Yeah, I did. What did you have for brunch? You never oh told me. Oh my god! Me. Oh, all right. I'm well. not a bruncher, so I don't know right. what to expect. So, so it was um, for the table. We got beer donuts. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, beer so donuts. They were beer donuts that had a ginger glaze and a raspberry compote on the side. I think it moved a little. <laughs> Those were really good. But of course, we're like four people at brunch, and they gave us three of these donut things that were like round donuts. Beer holes. donuts with ginger glaze the and ginger, raspberry compote? The ginger glaze was really good. Wow. Right. And then um, we also got bacon roses for the table, which were... <laughs> literally just bacon it was like wrapped and so it looked like a rose but again there were four of us and they gave us three and then um one of my friends and i split two of the specials which one was a hash like it was like a bowl of like potato stuff with like a fried egg on top and like it had jalapenos in it did you have brunch at martha stewart's house no uh, and the other thing was a sunchoke benedict. So they had like fried up sunchokes 
and like some mushrooms. What the hell is a sunchoke? You don't know what a sunchoke is? This is the first time in my almost 45 years I've heard the words sunchoke. Yeah, they're good. What the fuck is it? It's just like a vegetable. I don't know. Okay, go on. Um, But that was pretty good too. Interesting. Um, So that was brunch. And I had a BBC, Berkshire Brewing Company nitro coffee house porter Mm -hmm. and some coffee Mm -hmm. here's the real question i'm sure yeah people want to know is why wasn't i included in this brunch experience i don't know because we have children (laughs) i see um because uh, i see go on i don't know you could have came no no i couldn't have go on you can go to i wasn't invited to brunch no I was not invited to brunch, and I don't have friends. That's totally not true, because the people I'm with are your friends. Also. Oh, I didn't tell you about the best part. So um, my one friend and I, after the other two left, we were walking around town, and um, we bought some art supplies at the surplus store. And we were sitting in, like, this main, like, it's like a mall sort of. Like a really, really itty bitty tiny mall Go kind on. of place. And we were sitting in front of the coffee shop doing some art with pastels. And there was this guy behind us and he struck up a conversation with us. And oh. he thought that we were married. And he was like, where are you guys from? And What a presumptuous, very presumptuous. person. <laughs> but we didn't correct him. Oh, you and didn't? He was, like, he was like, oh, and like, what do you do? And stuff. But he, he was clearly not all with it i don't know what was oh. up with him. so we didn't and he kept trying to engage about some book he was reading that was like a spiritual guiding guidance book like some biblical nonsense he's like one of those guys from the 60s who t- took too much acid and never came back i don't know what was wrong with him he claimed he hit was a newlywed and that his wife was in hadley doing something <laughs> with her friends i'm like um okay but he, he definitely thought that my friend and I were together. Okay. And stuff. It was um funny. That's cute. Very cute. Alright, so you had a you had a lovely morning. Yeah. You went to the gym. I did go to the gym and work out. Yeah, so that right, sounds like a lovely time. Have we reached over an hour yet? No, we're not going to hit an hour, but we've hit 49 minutes. There was something when you were talking about brunch. Oh, our pod dog has entered the studio. You might hear her feet click clacking about. <laughs> um, now, there's something when you were talking I was going to About mention. the food? You said Martha Stewart. Yeah, I'm blanking. I the got nothing. Sunchoke. Sunchokes. Never heard of those. That's really a thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, it was really good. Okay. It was like two hours we were there. It was nice. Wow. I'm not like a brunchy. We don't brunch. I mean, you and I and yeah, our I family? Yeah, I think before we had children, occasionally we would go have a leisurely Sunday morning and then go eat <laughs> a big meal for the day. I actually have been craving a bloody mary it's not something i've never had but every time i see a picture of one i want one really i don't like tomato juice so that's not for me i like low sodium tomato juice 
It would have to be low sodium. Mm. They didn't have any of that um, at the brunch. Yeah, all right. Then I'm glad I didn't go. They had um, mimosas and beer because it was a beer brewery brunch. I don't think I've ever had a mimosa either. It's just Prosecco and orange juice. Okay. Or like champagne and People seem to be into this Prosecco. It's delicious. It's It's like light and bubbly. It's just wine seltzer. Yeah, but it's good. Okay. All right. Well, maybe. (laughs) I feel like just the addition of carbon dioxide to water makes it taste better. So maybe that makes wine taste better. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. It's good. All right. Fine. It's great. All right. Now we've definitely put all of our listeners to sleep. Yeah, and we got to end this thing, and we got to go watch The Walking Dead, and otherwise we'll be The Walking Dead. Blah 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 blah. Bye now. All right. Well, you heard her say it, Stomping Jen. But this podcast doesn't end until I say it. They're my. What do you call those? catchphrases my catchphrase i say it at the end of every episode it's not goodbye it's not see you later it's not au revoir it's not adios it's not hasta la vista it's bye now but i gotta work myself back up to it you just did it i know all right okay well thank you for listening as always If you like our podcast, please recommend it to a friend, subscribe, download, and now truly, without further ado, I say to you, bye now. Bye now. You're such trouble. I'm having a lot of trouble. Saying goodbye. All right, good evening. Bye now. America knows that this world of ours ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity, and that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, All peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed 